Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amade Show, episode 434, Chasing Phantoms. Before I get on with the show, I really feel like I owe you an explanation for where I've been for the last week. This is the longest break I've taken in doing the podcast, and it came without me saying I was going to go on a break. I just did it. And it wasn't intentional. I have to be honest with you. Every morning, I have picked up the phone, and I have started to to create something and no words came out no thoughts came out I think what I really needed to do was I needed to take time away and listen and learn and I did a lot of that um, and I and I think it will really inform where we're going to go for quite a while on the podcast here um, I ran some experiments on social media to see what people talked about uh, if you follow me, you saw a very specific one a few days ago. And, uh, you know, I, I think there there are some things that I needed to, to focus on, and mostly that was input. You know, I've talked about the power of input in the past. I really had to focus on input for a few days. So I hope that you'll forgive me. I'm happy to be back, and I think that it will ultimately make the stuff that I'm sharing better. Now, to get into our idea here, chasing phantoms. The reason I'm using this kind of intro to the topic is I want to delve a little bit further into a statement that I've made multiple times. And like I said, I think it was said from someone else, so I'm not taking credit for it, but I also am not sure that I didn't come up with this because it feels so intrinsically true to me. Um, However, take it as you will. The statement is this, that the parent that is the gender that you are is your relationship to yourself and your relationship to the parent of the opposite gender is your relation to the world and especially for people who've been in you know been raised with both parents which is definitely not everyone um, we can see this probably more clearly but even if you had a parent that was absent we start seeing aspects of that showing up in people's lives as well they start seeing that there's kind of this ever chasing of the opposite sex parent or even the same the same sex parent even makes it a little bit more difficult where we see boys you know maybe being raised with no father um, there's kind of a a wandering listlessness that happens it, um, it is actually a very uh, intense psychological process that these men have to go through uh, or women I would imagine being raised without a mother so I'm not here to pass judgment or to say anything that's definitely not what I'm doing it's just saying that this, these are big shifts in someone's psychology and in their life. But I want to talk a little bit about um, romantic relationships in a way, what we're chasing. I have this sense that every time that I have been engaging in a romantic relationship or, or, uh, or seeking to with, with the person or, or whatever, what I'm really looking for is to be able to touch the divine feminine through that person. It's like I'm seeking the phantom of the divine feminine or the phantom of love through this person. It's kind of like this, uh, this type of, of energy or spirit that then appears in a person and it's a gateway there as opposed to uh, just being person to person only. Now, of course, you know, I'm not saying that I discount the personality of the person. It's just that I see the spirit appear in someone else. 
and then you know five years later maybe it has appeared in someone else's face you know so it's that kind of thing and in a way it almost reminds me of the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington where he's a detective trying to chase a demon that keeps possessing people who are committing these murders and there's a scene where he's kind of following him down the street and the demon keeps passing itself from one person to another by the person t- you know bumping into another person walking down the sidewalk or you know it, it it sounds funny to say that but I almost feel like for me the spirit shows up like that <laughs> it's one person and then I see it in someone else and while it is the person um, that I'm looking to and talking to and their, their personality as well I do see the spirit kind of begin to take form and I kind of wondered what that was I was I was trying to feel into that idea and kind of analyze it as well and of course as you would imagine any study of you know the divine feminine the divine masculine leads you directly to Jungian psychology and that shows up as the anima or the animus and this these are the phantoms that I feel a lot of times we're chasing especially in romantic relationships but oddly enough when we're talking about the anima and the animus we are talking about the opposite gender from us uh, actually being us so let me get into this it's a little convoluted I'll do it quickly though so the basic concept is this and I'm and I'm stealing this from an article here and I will ascribe to the author here in the show notes and, and put a link but the uh, the idea is that the anima is the feminine image in the male psyche and the animus is the male image in the female psyche so the anima and the animus represent the true self rather than the image we present to others and serve as a primary source of communication with the collective unconscious now that's that's kind of a a deeper um, deeper idea right so let's continue Jung believed that physiological changes as well as social influences contributed to the development of sex roles and gender identities, which we definitely know. Jung suggested the influence of the animus and anima archetypes are also involved in this process. According to Jung, the animus represents the masculine aspect in women, while the anima represented the feminine aspect in men. So if we are to take this and continue forward, when I'm, see- when I'm searching for the divine feminine in another am I seeking the, the this female projection of my own spirit and my own existence in that other person and is she doing that to me through seeking the animus in me I don't know um, I feel like this is, we're onto something, right? And I'm sure that a Jungian psychologist, and I actually do know a few who I will reach out to, uh, could probably provide some more intelligence in this. But there's the four major archetypes here in uh, Jungian psychology, which is, of course, the, so we have our true self. And our true self is kind of who we are in the deepest core. It is the, the unified unconsciousness and consciousness of us together and kind of going through the process of creating ourselves is a process called individuation in which various aspects of personality are integrated of course the the overall goal that we are uh, trying to move into is called uh, zizigy which is a term that actually is meant when when celestial bodies 
uh, align and come together. But the thing we're going for is this idea where we can align who our true self is along with our shadow, with the anima or animus and the persona we present to the world. My thought is, as I get deeper into this, that the true self is, yes, it is it is created in, in many respects, but it is the thing that we're also chasing. It's the phantom that we're chasing. We want to know that we're here with purpose or for a purpose. We want to know that uh, that we are enough, right, in, the, in many respects, or that we have some sort of significance. But then our shadow starts to pull at us and starts to... Uh, to kind of that it's more of the toxic aspects of our personality however it is without the contribution of the shadow it is nearly impossible to be creative and to uh, to make something new you can't be fully happy and fully present and still create at a real and high level but i think the anima and the animus give us something to chase after it is a part of ourselves that has not yet completely connected with us now i'm not saying that if i find a, a partner that this problem solved in fact it probably gets even more difficult uh, because then now there's a relationship i'm trying to connect with this over and over this is consistent seeking and the uh, the consistent attempting to unify that becomes difficult especially when it's external so perhaps and i'm talking this out here perhaps the idea is to needing to be able to find that myself the person needing to be able to find the enema or the enemas within themselves and really understand that and integrate that is the real goal before you can have a successful relationship because you don't need the external fulfillment there i think we're all just looking for this term zizigy I had to look up how to pronounce that, by the way. It's spelled S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. I thought it was as a G, but I wasn't sure. I think we're all seeking that. But ultimately, it's not an external thing. It is an internal thing. And since the external world is um, many times a projection of our inner world, that means that it's even more important for us to do the internal work first before we can seek to find that sort of alignment of celestial bodies, as it were, in our own life. So we spend our lives chasing phantoms, and we seek externally, but of course, it seems almost obvious now, we have to go internal with it first, before we can ever hope to find it out there. Anyway, I hope this brought some value to you. Hopefully it's something that's causing you to think a little bit more, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful wonderful day. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, uh, please consider listening to my radio show, calling into my radio show. We're broadcasting uh, tonight. This is a Friday. Tonight uh, at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, we're at worldpoetryopenmic.net. We have a great community there. I think you will really enjoy it. Now, I will be back in the morning tomorrow, um, Saturday morning, with another episode of this podcast. So until then, keep living authentically and keep living creatively.